Hello, and welcome to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And today we are talking about Vampire, developed by Don't Nod Entertainment, published by Focus Home Interactive. And I don't really have much memory of this game. Um, this request was a listener request sent to us. And I re- remember seeing the box, but I like this kind of for me came and went and didn't make an impression on me. And I don't remember hearing much about it in the news. And uh, yeah, I so I was I had no clue what I was in for when I booted this up. I actually saw this on the GameStop or uh, Game Informer mm. cover because they did do quite a lengthy article on it. And it, it they were kind of hyping it up for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, this this does look interesting because one of the big promotions that they were doing was like your choices have consequences yeah and i've always been a big fan of games that are are like that right like it was something that was promised to us back with fable Mm -hmm. where like hey your choices have consequences and like granted the developers of fable they they promised way more than they could ever possibly deliver on yeah especially at the time period that that game came out but since then i've always been very intrigued with this like well hey i want my choices to matter mm-hmm. i want games where my choices have consequences whether it be immediate or long term like that's awesome so i was interested in it but at the time period that the game actually came out, there were so many other games that I was like, ah, I want to play this more. You know, like I'm interested in this more. <laughs> I never actually played the game. And then by the time that I was getting around to actually like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should give this game a shot. But I also kind of knew it probably wasn't the greatest game because we, we've talked about this before, right? When a game comes out, if shortly after it comes out, or even before it comes out, it has a price reduction to the game, it's probably not a great game. Yeah. Right? It was like three months after this game came out, it was the free game of the month for the PS Plus membership. And I kind of went, oh, that's not good. Like, this this game literally just came out like three months ago, and they're already giving it away for free? Like... Uh, okay there's the other games that i want to play first <laughs> like so i never picked it up either i didn't i didn't pick it up and actually download it and start playing it until this listener request and let me say like yeah good stuff <laughs> but uh yeah so like with with that like I didn't play very much of this game. Yeah. My, my overall review or, you know, our quick little one minute snapshot, right? Mm-hmm. I, I didn't play very much of this game. I felt like all of the reviews, everything with it, um, just it, it, it was true. It was very accurate as to like, hey, this is <laughs> this game sucks. <laughs> um, I would not recommend playing it. I, I did not enjoy it. I, it is not one where I'm like, hey, you want to play a good vampire game? Play this game. Hey, you want to play a good game where you you your choices matter play this game like there's no category that i could place this game into where i'd be like play this game Mm -hmm. and so like i found it funny because i didn't realize that don't nod is you know what the publisher or the developer of the developers yeah because i had a lot of i had a really hard time not 
you know mm-hmm. like i just as i was playing it i was just like oh god i just so bored <laughs> <laughs> like so what's your what was your impression yeah um i'm kind of right there with you i did not have a ton of fun playing this I didn't like the combat. The story was kind of weak. And yeah, like you're saying, this is not the kind of game that makes you feel like a badass vampire. I mean, there are some... Or a doctor. Yeah, or even... Yeah, or a doctor. <laughs> like, there's just not... There was not much in this game. It, it's really built on the personable interactions between everybody. Like, that's kind of what drives everything. And... You know, just everything else in between was just kind of like meh. Yeah. And yeah, like, yeah, I didn't feel like I was some cool bat. Like, I didn't I didn't expect to be like Blade, you know? I mean, I wasn't oh, yeah. thinking that that's I'm what I was. I'm not the daywalker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't think that it was going to be something like that, but I did expect to feel more kind of a, like more like a badass. And the combat just felt clunky. And that's. Yeah. Well, like. I don't want to get too much into it right off the bat. Sorry. I like, I was about to go into this huge thing and then was like, hold on, pump the brakes. Let's go on to the next thing. Like, do you want to go over the plot? Yeah, we'll, we'll do the plot real quick and then we'll actually talk about, uh, what it is. So here is your plot or here's your spoiler warning. Beep. Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up from here on out. There's a ton of spoilers. Listen at your discretion. So the game starts, uh, you are playing uh, the character Dr. Jonathan Reed. You have just returned from uh, the Great War in 1918 to London, and you wake up in this mass grave, and you don't really know exactly what's going on at first, but there's yeah. like this um, you know, sequence where everything's kind of blurry. You, you approach a person, you realize it's a woman, and then she starts calling out, but then you start feeding on her, and you realize that you become a vampire. And that woman is your sister, Mary, who was searching for your body. After that, you end up running off from a bunch of people who are like vampire hunters, basically. Yeah. Um, And you take shelter in an abandoned house. And then this kind of open, like, this is like the tutorial part to let you know that, you know, there are safe houses throughout the the semi-open world. Yeah. The world consists of, like, just a couple of boroughs in London with connective passageways. It's not big. It's not too huge. No. No. And in each one, there's a bed so you can sleep because when you sleep, that's how you can spend your experience points to level up. There's crafting benches so you can upgrade your weapons or, or make tonics and stuff Shopping like that. Shopping your fangs. Yeah. <laughs> I joke. You can't really do that. But yeah. like. <laughs> that would be funny. <laughs> that, that would have been. That would have made it a little bit more awesome. I'm going to be honest. Like, that would have been cool. (laughs) Um, And he starts hearing the disembodied voice of his maker, which is kind of a a feature that vampires have. Uh, Realizing that London is uh, overflowing with corpses, he ends up following this blood trail. um, It ends up to, to a bar. So you start asking around and then the bartender points out, because at this point you're looking for the guy who turned you into a vampire. Yeah, you're looking for your maker. So the bartender points to a a man named William Bishop and you end up catching Bishop while he's feeding on somebody named Sean Hampton, um, but then is killed by another vampire, Lady Ashbury. 
And then <laughs> you meet Dr. Edgar Swansea, who rescues you or who rescues Hampton and hires you um, because he's kind of studying vampires. He's yeah. kind of like, I know that not all vampires are bad. So he offers you a job to be a, the new doctor at Pembroke Hospital under the cover of you are the night doctor. So that kind of helps explain why you're not out during the day yeah. and why you're out at night. Um, and the setup wasn't too bad. I mean, I, I like... Again, a lot happens very quickly, though. Yeah, like you are pretty much thrown into the th- the the thrust of everything, and but I thought it was a solid setup. I mean, it would make sense. Like you've got all your bases covered. You're a vampire. You find other vampires. You find human allies, and then you have a cover story. You're a doctor. Yeah, you're a doctor who only works the night shift. Like that's a pretty decent setup. Yeah. So after that, uh, you find a patient, Harriet, uh, Harriet Jones, who's covered in blood and Hampton has disappeared. So you track him down. Hampton uh, says that he did not murder Jones and directs you to an underground haven for vampires known as skulls. So there's different levels of um, vampires. There's like big, strong ones and then small, little ones. Yeah. The little ones are the skulls. Yeah. Um, And there it's revealed that Jones faked her death. So Jonathan then later discovers um, there's another corpse on the street bearing his mother's brooch. He then pursues the person who, um, you know, who he thinks attacked his mother um, towards a cemetery in Whitechapel where he finds his sister Mary with their mother, Emmeline. And you realize that, you know, of course, well, what happens when a vampire bites a non-vampire? Mary's now turned into a vampire as well. (laughs) So she insists on killing um, you to get rid of your voice, but dies trying. So you vow to uncover what's going on and realize because they're at this point in the game everybody's talking about the spanish flu is what's killing everybody and you know everybody wakes up yeah everybody wakes up in the morning and there's dead bodies all over the street but you realize that no the actual epidemic is the vampirism vampirism yeah not the actual spanish flu yeah it's it's the the little vampires the skulls are like feasting yeah rapidly yeah (laughs) like they're like the ones that don't have any like real control over themselves it is it is they are just controlled by the thirst Mm -hmm. i guess is the best way to put it yeah they're like they're you're mindless zombies but you're vampires not zombies (laughs) but you're vampires not zombies um so lady ashbury invites you to uh go to west end for uh on the behalf of a secret society of like high vampires yeah um called the um Echelon Club. Yep. You go there and Lord Redgrave orders um, you to suss out um, the source of the skulls in the district. And so then Swansea ends up getting uh, kidnapped. kidnapped. And eventually you find him admits to attempting to heal Jones with Lady Ashbury's blood, uh, thereby creating the skull epidemic. So this guy who you thought was your friend realized that, oops. He made a mistake. He made a oopsies. Yeah, he made a mistake. <laughs> and I got to be honest, like, this is around the time period where, like, I was just like, I am i can't do this. Yeah. I can't play this game, man. Like, this is just not fun for me. <laughs> like, uh, it, it was it was hard, like, because it was just kind of like, one, there, there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, there's a lot to try and, like, connect here. But it's not interesting. Right. So I don't want to connect it. (laughs) Like, 
so that's like, I'm a hundred percent truth here. This is where I kind of was like, okay, I got the gist of the game. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go play po- Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, Pokemon Snap. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, you know, you're not wrong. I mean, honestly. And the same thing, pretty much. I was a little before this that I was like, I'm kind of getting checked out of the story. Yeah, it just was not captivating enough to really kind of keep me going on. Um, so yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so yeah, so then once Ashbury, uh, Lady Ashbury, finds out what um, Swansea did, she ends up r- uh, running away in shame because they were friends too. Yeah, that, like if I understood, like. He so Swansea was just like, hey, these are vampires. These are evolved humans, basically, and I want to know the secrets behind them. So she like donates her blood to him, and like then finds out like, oh, you abused that trust, and runs away. Yeah, like it was just kind of one of those like, yeah, he's basically a mad scientist. Like, hello, <laughs> but sorry, sorry to interrupt. That's uh, fine. So then it's made known that um, somebody by the name of Midrin uh, claimed to be the role of Jonathan's maker, sired him to defeat his own mother, Morrigan, uh, or also known as the Red Queen. Um, No. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Um, She was known as the Red Queen after she was possessed Jones to wreak havoc upon London. So you end up beating her in a fight, deciding then to travel after Lady Ashbury, uh, to the, her family castle, where she hid with her specific maker, a, a man by the name of William Marshall, the first Earl of Pembroke. So now a ravenous vampire, Marshall explains to you that when he fought the previous disaster that caused the Black Plague and the Great Fire of London was also caused by him, he succumbed to the blood of hate and hurt Ashbury. Yeah. So after discovering the cure and using it on Ashbury, he chose to live in his castle to hold back his dark thirst, um, you know, kind of his like penance. Yeah. You know, um, as a way to make up for everything. Uh, he then asks her to end his life, which she does. And then so here's the thing, right? So this game was designed or one of the things as well, along with the dialogue of how you interact with the people in these districts one of the other things about this game is like how many innocent lives do you take there's this really interesting mechanic where you can talk to specific people you can heal their ailments like somebody might have a cold or they have a headache or they're fatigued you can make tonics to cure them and then you can go around and you can do some investigative work and find out some of their secrets and if you and the more you unlock for a person the more experience you'll get if you if you do your vampire mysticism gaze thing at them and then feed on them. And then the game, depending on how many innocent people you kill, it it changes the ending of the actual game. And I don't know about you, but like I, I was going to try to play this whole game without killing anybody. The problem was that there's a, a lady that you need to talk to and you need to have like mesmer level two. And I could not figure out how to level that up. And I hadn't killed anybody at this point. So I was like, yeah. maybe that's what I need to do. So I went and I found a guy and I leveled him up and everything. And then I went and killed him and then it didn't do anything. So I was like, okay, well now I just don't like, now I don't get it. Yeah. Right. But you don't actually need to kill anybody. It's going to make the game harder because you're not going to get as much experience point as you should. But the other thing is there's other ways like the curing gives you experience points. Not much, but it, it does like it. 
it does make it harder. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, fighting like the lesser vampires. Yeah, I was gonna say you like can gr- you can grind it and stuff like that. Um, um, but like, yeah, because well, and that's one of the things that intrigued me. But it, le- it reminded me a lot of like Dishonored, mm-hmm. right? Like in Dishonored. The less people you kill, the less the plague spreads throughout right. the land. So if you don't kill anybody and you basically go through the entire game without killing a single person, you get like the really good ending. Yeah. And that's kind of how this one is. If you go through the entire game and you don't kill anybody, you get the good ending, air quotes, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then like, or you go through and like butcher fucking everybody, you get like the really bad ending. And, so that's where I was kind of like, your choices don't matter. They do, but they don't. They don't matter in the sense of, like, the game's over. Great, you gave me an ending that differs depending on my choices throughout the game. Yeah. But I don't feel the consequences no. of those choices. So to me, they they don't matter. Yeah. Like... It, it's really just at the end, because basically, if you only do... a co- If you don't kill anybody, or only a few, basically less than, like, five. Yeah. Um, at the very end, you end up talking Ashbury out of killing herself, and then you guys are like, no, we're going to find a, a cure for this thing. And you guys will either um, travel across the world, or visit America, um, or lock yourselves, you, your guys' up in the estate... Um, with somebody standing over to guard them, and then Midrin will be proud of you and either uh, wish you peace or good luck on your quest or whatever, right? Yeah. If you do more than five-ish... Five to ten. Yeah. Um, then uh, Ashbury will actually incinerate herself, and Reed will then either declare his love for her um, or won't be too affected by her death and will become a monster with no sympathy. So um, I think that's if you do five, five to nine... She'll incinerate herself and like you'll never get over her death. Mm. Right. If you do 10 or more, you won't be affected by her death and become a monster with no sympathy. Yeah. There is the change with your eyes, I guess, as well. Like they'll either go red with blood or remain human. Mm. Yeah. And and like this pretty much just gets to the kind of like because that's that's basically the plot. Right. And and I mean, this is where we get to it, where it's like. You know, it's it's all it all happens at the end. Yeah. You know, there, there's there's nothing really building up. There's no consequences. That's like, what I mean. Like there, the consequences don't matter. It didn't. Fe- yeah. It didn't feel like it had any real weight to it. And then it's just a matter of like, you know, well, yeah, you do this, this and this. You get this ending or, or whatever. But like, I really care about like the story overall. And the story just didn't have any like didn't have any real hooks in it to me. No, it was just a lot of like new thing, new yeah. thing, new thing, new thing, new thing, new person, new thing. Like, okay, but w- what what's driving me forward? Yeah. Like, I kind of got it at the beginning of like, okay, I hear this voice in my head. Let's find out who owns the voice, right? Let's yeah. find my maker. And then it quickly dissolves into this, okay, well, I found this doctor and he's, you know, he's examining vampires like he he wants to learn more about them and i'm curious about that too as a doctor and a scientist i still do want to help people Mm -hmm. but maybe i can find a cure for this so then you're kind of like okay I, i i get that you try to find the voice now you're more into like well let's just get rid of the voice altogether and like cure vampirism and then it was uh well no i'm a superhero yeah and here are these bad vampires and i can kill them yeah 
So that's what I'm going to do now. I'm blade now. Yeah. And like, so then you, you go off and do that and then uncover like, Oh, the guy that my friend, that was my friend was actually the villain all along. <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's just okay. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's kind of like they wanted to add every cliche from every vampire movie I have ever seen mm -hmm. into this game. Yeah. Like, I've seen a vampire movie where the vampire is a doctor, you know? Mm -hmm. I've seen a vampire movie where they're trying to cure vampirism. I've seen a vampire movie where the vampire is killing other vampires. That's the best vampire movie. No. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, but, you know, I've, I've seen all of these things mm -hmm. in different movies, and they just, like, threw them all into this game without actually, like tying them together very well right like oh i've seen this really powerful vampire who's like drawing me forward to make me more powerful because she's tired of being lonely okay well i've you know like again why why am i doing any of this yeah like we should have seen ourselves getting turned into a vampire we should have a face that we're chasing after and it could be like a demon vampire face like we doesn't need to necessarily be a real person but if we know like at this point, it's just like it's just a you know a it's silhouette. It's just a disembodied voice. It, yeah, it's a silhouette with a question mark. Like if we had a face to the actual the actual act, that would give us more. I mean, at least for me, and it sounds like for you, it would give more urgency to like. Well, now I want to find that son of a bitch that turned me into a vampire. But even then, like, there's a point in the game where I I literally forgot about him turning me into a vampire. Yeah. Because now there's so much else going on, the skulls and everything like that, that I'm kind of like, okay, well, let's uncover this mystery that it was like, well, what about this guy? Mm -hmm. I forgot that this was a thing. Like, they started building this development of, like, depending on how much lore you know about vampires or the mythos that you're going to go with, right? Yeah. Like, your maker controls you. Like they they have full power over you, which is part of the reason why you hear their voice, because mm -hmm. they're telling you to do stuff and you can't really resist that order. Right. So for like a lot of vampires, it's uh, I want to find my maker and kill my maker to get rid of the voice, which they do kind of like play into here. Right. Like I want to find the voice in my head to get rid of it. Right. Like his sister wants to get rid of his voice. Right. Mm -hmm. Which is where it's kind of like. Again, this is a dangerous like road to go down because normally you have an elder vampire who can make younger vampires. Mm. When you're a younger vampire, you cannot make vampires. You can only feed on their blood, right? And again, depending on the mythos, if you can make vampire, they still fall under your maker, mm -hmm. not you. Yeah. Like, it's... Okay, so you're you're building this weird chain of things of like this person made this person who made this person who made this person who made this person who made this person, made this person and like here's this long chain of connections, but there is no like this is the ultimate bad person. Right. They try to do it with the mother, but she doesn't have any connection to your chain. Yeah. Or at least I didn't feel like she did. And like so it was just kind of like why am I doing any of this? Mm -hmm. I, I feel like I have no purpose. And that's where I lost interest. Yeah. Was like, if you don't have me have a purpose in the game, like you're, you're giving me quests, right? Basically. Mm -hmm. But that's not a purpose. Right. Like, 
Like it would have been, it would have made more sense if instead of Mary Mary getting turned into a vampire, she got bit and we're trying to stop her from or you have a wife. Yeah. Right. Because really the two avenues to really get us into it is either give us give us the face and the desire to chase after the guy that turned us into a vampire so we can attempt to fix ourselves mm-hmm. or after we're turned into a vampire. And if you don't want to go down that path, you have somebody else who's important to us who will be turning into one. And then it's a race to find a cure to prevent them from getting turned, which they kind of tried to do both here, though. Yeah, but the problem is they didn't do either one well. No. You know, I mean, right. I mean, the whole reason that we were here is so that way we, we want to find the guy who made us. And when we get him, he's like, well, I only made you so you can defeat my mother, my mother. So go do that. Which, and, again, why is in like vampire lore? Younger vampires can't make new vampires yeah. because basically like, oh, OK, to get rid of this, to become my own master. Right. I have to kill my maker. Mm hmm. So what I'm going to do is go out and make a bunch of people, build my own little army, and then we're just basically going to kill my maker. Yeah. In order to avoid that, there's things in those myths and lures that are in place to basically prevent younger vampires from basically amassing an army. Yeah. Right? And then on top of that, it's like, I I don't know. I, I know too much about vampire lore, which is a big part of it. But at the same time, I'm just kind of like, this doesn't make sense to me. Like, so the elder vampires are weaker than the younger vampires. Because why would you make a new vampire to kill an elder vampire? I don't know. Right? Like, it's, and it's a problem with the writing is that just, there's a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense. Well, and that, and that's where I'm like, okay, so you find your, your maker, but that still doesn't get rid of his voice in your head. Mm Mm-hmm. So you just don't care about the voice in your head anymore? I don't know. Because I fell in love with Ashbury. So I'm just going to do what I can with Ashbury. Or you don't, and you just want to kill everything and set the world on fire. Which then doesn't make you any better than a skull. <laughs> I, I know, but the, this, yeah. is, this is what we're, the problems that I had with this game, right? Yeah. Like, it, it's just kind of like, I don't... Yeah. I don't understand my drive. Yeah, it's disappointing that the story is not captivating at all. But And I agree with you. If they would have stuck with the doctor route, right? Like, play it out the same way. Mm-hmm. I wake up. I'm stumbling through. Bloodlust kind of fills my body. There's this woman who's calling, and I can't understand what she's saying. Next thing I know, I'm feeding on her, and I'm like, oh, shit, it's my sister. Mm-hmm. Right? So get rid of the voice altogether. Yeah. Just, I, who gives a fuck who made me? Yeah. Don't care. Now my sole goal is I'm a vampire. I want to cure myself and I want to cure my sister. Mm-hmm. I just want life to go back to normal. Yeah. Right. So then the rest of the game becomes about doing that. Mm-hmm. Right. While you're doing that, you come upon Dr. Swansea. Right. And you think he's your best hope. So you start working with him. He tells you, hey, look, there's this corruption that's going on. It's killing a lot of people. You have the ability to stop it. But while you're doing that, you're also finding information on vampirism, mm-hmm. right? So you're still working towards that cure. Like everything, like you can add this action element that they were trying to add into mm-hmm. this, right? You can have that, but you're still working towards the cure. And it would have been a way better game. Yeah. Or I have this voice ringing in my head and kind of like we were talking about with, um, oh God, I can't remember the game now. 
it was just it was just a couple of weeks ago far cry 6 oh, okay where like you have this entity mm. right who's turning other people but maybe maybe when they turn there's not always a guarantee that they're going to keep their civility mm -hmm. like you did. Right. right. So as he's turning other people, they're turning into monsters. So you've got to like eliminate them. Right. Right. And you're chasing after him, trying to stop him from wreaking more havoc and trying to get his voice out of your head. Mm -hmm. Like again, stick with one of those two, yeah. but not both. Yeah. But they did both. And then they added a third one of like, Oh, here's your love interest. Yeah what <laughs> just and then like the whole the whole mother's brooch and your sister okay she's a vampire now which i'm kind of like okay i can i can get because that's what happens when you a vampire bites a human right but then why is your mother there like was she using her as a lure i kind of felt like that was the case right like if you want to save mom come to me that's like a fourth storyline plot that we've put in now. Yeah. Like, and none of them really get resolved. It's kind of like Game of Thrones. Okay. Here's a plot. I'll kill off the people that can answer it. Here's a plot. I'll kill off the people who can answer it. Here's a plot. I'll kill off the people who can answer it. That's what I felt like playing this. Like, I didn't get any answers. I didn't resolve anything. Mm. But I just kept getting more questions. Right. And and even when you, if you had stuck with it to get to the end, you would have gotten that to be resolved but it wasn't it didn't feel fulfilling like hey, and granted i'm only reading the synopsis mm. right but even reading the synopsis of the end of this okay so ashbury feels incredibly guilty because her blood was used to create this pandemic right basically that was wiping out a lot of london you haven't resolved that by right. the way you haven't fixed that at all so that's still running rampant um you find out the person who made her is like a really really bad man that started a bunch of bad shit a really long time ago and he's trying to control that right so he finally then just asks like kill me well why did you wait so long mm -hmm. like you know what i mean mm -hmm. so she kills him and then like she's really really upset about that and um upset about like her blood being used wrong but instead of trying to solve either of those things let's travel around the world and solve vampirism what <laughs> like or i feel so guilty for this i'm gonna burn my body and then reed just is like i'm going to mourn you forever mm. but again you're not solving the voice in your head. You're not solving the, the skull problem. You're not, you're, you're not resolving anything. You're just kind of like, fuck all of that. Everything else that I've gone through in the game. And I'm just going to walk away. I'm going to go a different direction. The only one that actually resolves shit is if you go super evil and just kill fucking everybody. And then you just become overtaken by the bloodlust and you continue killing everybody. That's more of a resolution to me than, you know, any of the good stuff I, I just my opinion no i the story is super weak i mean it yeah it was horrible well and, and then, then let's get into the combat i was gonna say let's move into the combat so this is pretty standard you have a button for a normal attack and then you have a button for a secondary attack and then you have vampire powers that are assigned to different buttons that you can kind of use 
Some of them are cool though. Some of them were fun. Yeah. I, I had one that like, um, you know, I used one that like stunned people so you could run up and hit them a couple of times and you can, you can, you know, you, when you stun somebody in enough times, you like lower this bar, yeah. then you can do a bite attack on them, which replenishes your blood for your blood powers and heals you. So I was throwing a ton of points into level and all that stuff up. Cause I was like, this is how, cause that's the cool stuff. I don't want to say the combat was hard, but it was unforgiving. Like, yeah, there was like, if you like, there's a, a like one a, wrong fucking button, one wrong step. Yeah, Done. there's like Dead. a there's like a fight with like a werewolf creature in the sewers, and like that like that was difficult. So just I just kept kiting him around because yeah, you get too close to him, and like I said, it's just unforgiving. Couple of hits and you were done. You know, the enemies can block, but you can't block. I thought that was kind of crappy. No, and like you can't really dodge well either. Yeah, you do have you can do like this sprint thing, but I mean you can just get overloaded if you're not careful. I mean there Overwhelmed. was yeah, yeah, like there was a there was a time I was fighting a small little group and a whole another group of people just like showed up out of nowhere. And then you're fucked. Yeah, and I mean there was like Oh you know, no, there was a couple was of like times eight, where eight stuff guys. like that happened. And once that happened, I'd literally just be like, "Okay, kill me." Yeah. <laughs> Let me reload because I can't. Yeah. I'm done. It, yeah, it's tough. Like, it can be tough. The dodging was not a thing. Fucking, like, it was all offensive. Mm-hmm. There was no defensive strategies to this, which is, makes it really hard. Um, And I felt like even some of your, like, blood powers were supposed to help you be defensive, but they didn't work very well. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I... I had some fun. Like if it was one-on-one combat or something like that, like there was fun to be had yeah. with your like blood powers and stuff like that. But beyond that, it was, no, this is grueling and I just hate it. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, It was, it, yeah. I mean, it was like, you know, use the term, it was interesting or it was kind of fun in the beginning, but like it didn't really, like it never developed, you know, I, like a, to me, a good combat system is like easy to learn, hard to master kind of thing. Yeah. You know, like that's what I felt like, like it and it, it, it didn't I never really felt this for me was hard to learn, hard to master. Yeah. Like I never felt like there was a moment where I was in the flow. Yeah. You know, like I never got to that point where I was like, oh, I get this. I know how to how to fight these people. And maybe I'm just thick. Who knows? But yeah, it just that. Like, I didn't feel like a badass vampire. And, like, why play a game where I'm a vampire if I'm not going to be a badass vampire? And, again, I don't have to be Blade. But, yeah. I sh- but I should feel a lot cooler. And, you know, I mean, yeah, the game. There was a couple of moments. Like, there's one where, like, you, like, teleport around the enemy before you, like, slam them on the ground. Mm-hmm. I loved that. That I was like, poof, 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 bam. <laughs> like, awesome. But, again, it was kind of one of those... If you used it in the wrong moment, you opened yourself up Mm -hmm. for so many other attacks and everything like that. And it was like, this is cool. This is a cool move. But it's I I can't really use it all that often. Yeah. Because it just, I'll basically, unless if I use it on the last guy, I'm dead. Yeah. I mean, I used the, the blood spear a lot. 
just yeah. because I just I just I wanted to keep everybody at a, a distance, distance from me. Yeah, it hook, was like hook. Yeah, it was just <laughs> I'm gonna hang out in the back and I'm gonna throw blood spears and then I'm gonna freeze people, run in, drain them for a little bit, and then you know jump back out and go back to throwing blood spears. Yeah, like that was pretty much what my uh, see. But and then like we've discussed this in previous games, that is more of your like play style. Mm-hmm. Like when we discussed Tales of Arise, you were t- talking about Rinwe, which Rinwell, Rinwell. Sorry, I knew that was wrong as soon as I said it. <laughs> Rinwe, Rinwe, uh, Rinwell, which you liked because you were in the back, you saw the whole battle, and you were throwing out your stuff to mm-hmm. hit to hit guys, which is awesome. But for me, I'm a like up in your grill, duking it out hand to hand type of guy. So like in the beginning of the game, I was kind of like. Let me dump my stuff into that mm. because if I dump my stuff into that, then maybe this will make it a little bit easier. And after I had done that, I kind of went, man, I wish I would have gone a different direction. Yeah. I wish I would have done the more ranged stuff because it didn't make it easier. No, <laughs> it, it didn't make it like better. Like we, we talk about with some games, there eventually becomes a point where like, especially in games with leveling systems, mm-hmm. right? You can get to a level where, Everything just becomes a lot easier. Yeah. Because you're just so overpowered. Mm -hmm. Like you are such a high level. Yeah. Unless if you go full Bloodborne like type deal, like full, I'm just everybody I meet, I am going to drain dry. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you can do that in this. I don't know. And I mean, having the patience to get yourself to that point. Good on you. Yeah. And I, I I was the same as you. I didn't want to kill people. Yeah. Like, I didn't. And it, it's it's messed up that, like, the game is designed that if you don't do it, you're going to have a hard time. No, you should not. Like, you should not punish like, me for trying to play good. Well, yes and no. Right? You're a vampire. Your natural instinct is to drink blood. Right? Mm-hmm. And you're basically going against that. Like, that makes a much harder life. In the real world, you don't turn into a magical creature that sparkles in the sunlight. <laughs> you know, like, it's a struggle. You're basically going against your basic, baser instincts, right? Right. It would basically be like me telling you, like, never drink water again. You you just can't. You, you can't drink water again. Eventually, your body is going to be like, fuck you, I'm drinking a shit ton of water. No, but... Yeah, right. I mean, but yeah, you can drain enemies. I can you can feed off of enemies and you get experience points for killing them and stuff, but you don't get these big XP, XP dumps. I know. And if you don't kill these people, and like why am I getting punished for not doing that when I could theoretically be doing the same thing with everything else? Like it just makes the game harder for somebody who wants to play it, you know, who wants to play it in a, you know with the, and get the good ending yeah you know and and that's all i'm saying and, and, and i get what you're saying i i just like i was trying to think of uh, just playing merely it was me playing devil's Advocate, right right because i'm in a full agreement with you let's let's get that out right off the bat because no it's fucking annoying as hell you should have given me other opportunities to get that huge xp input mm. me curing people should have been a bigger <sighs> xp boost than what it was yeah and i got gripes about that when you're done with your point but like but you didn't Mm -hmm. it is all about killing people yeah that's what you want yeah so i was trying to view it from a viewpoint of i'm the developer this is why i'm making the game the way that i am 
And the only thing that I can think of is, well, you're a vampire. You're going against your basis or your basic urges. Mm. And it's like, it's dumb. I think it's the dumbest fucking reason ever. But I can kind of see it. I just don't agree with it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so the game is the game is basically works that once you get to Pembroke Hospital and you get your little suite where you can sleep and stuff, the, the game basically is like you have as much time as you want at night to do everything you want to do. But the only way you like I said earlier, the only way you can level up is by going to sleep. When you go to sleep, you sleep through the day and you wake up the next night and then you can go off yeah. and do whatever you want da, 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 and then you can go back and go to sleep. Nights forever. Yeah. It ends when you decide to sleep. But like you were saying about curing people, right? So I got to a point where I was like, cool, I'm going to clear everybody. I'm going to clear, I'm going to cure everybody in this district. I'm going to check out everybody's stuff and then I'm going to level up. So I go around and I craft all the potions and I heal everybody. And I'm like, yes, I got this. We're good. And I go to sleep, fucking wake up and everybody's sick again. And I'm like, that's bullshit to me yep. because, and it wasn't that it was like one or two people. It was like seven people all of a sudden got sick again. No, it's well, and it's the same thing because mm-hmm. I don't know if you did it like I went and went, well, let's see if it's different. Let's see if there's different ailments or whatever. Nope. Same shit. Oh, uh, see, same, I, same handful of shit. I didn't notice. Like, I mean, in that first area, like I said, it's like you have like a headache, a cold and a fatigue, I think are like the three main things yep. in the in the next area. It might be like different people but it's it's the same handful of shit oh yeah no it is literally just rinse and repeat like yeah now you can go back out you can go back into the world you can do all your quests and stuff and you can cure these people because if you don't like the district starts to lose like a overall health meter and this is shit that pisses me off like i fucking love playing XCOM. i like games you know i like strategic games like that yeah. and there's a base building mechanic to it so that way you can do certain things in XCOM. Yeah. But one of the things that are, that is always constant is that when you're when you're speeding up the day, um, you know, the aliens come down and countries like lose panic level yeah. or increase in panic level and at a certain point they just go berserk and there's no way to stop it. So you can't really grind the game yeah. because eventually if too many countries all become too panicked you're going to lose. Like yep. it it forces you to keep moving and and I felt the same with this. Like I don't want to like I shouldn't have to be spending so much time on this. I'd rather just be out solving the mystery and exploring your world. See, and this is where again where I like we talked about they added a bunch of plots, mm. but I think they tried to make a couple of different games. Yeah. They wanted to make a doctor game. Yeah. And they wanted to make a vampire game. And like I think it would have been cooler if I was a vampire who was a doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And like I went out and I explored these ailments and I used like my vampire senses and everything like that to develop these cures, Mm -hmm. right? And help cure these people or solve these mysteries, right? Like go to a lady like, man, she's very feverish. She's doing all this stuff. We don't know what's wrong with her. You do a body examination, you find two puncture wounds, Mm -hmm. right? And go, fuck. So like, then you like, okay, you know, let's give her this, let's do this. Like, she's not quite a vampire yet, but I have to figure out who the hell's doing this to her and stop them or she will become a vampire, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you start going through this whole investigation phase. Like they didn't do it well, but did you ever play the game LA Noir? 
Uh, I never played it, but I watched a bit of it. Like if they would have done something like that, where you, you you like you go, you do your medical investigation and then like, OK, now I have to track down the cause. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that would have been cool. I'm using my vampire senses to, to help with this shit. But they didn't like <laughs> they just wanted to throw this hodgepodge of shit together in a game. Yeah. And like I just I felt like if you went this direction and just stuck with this one direction on it, it would have been far better, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's kind of more of where I was at with it. Like I just. ah, Yeah. Yeah. So the combat wasn't that great. Uh, The music to me was on like was not memorable at all. I don't remember it at all. Um, Yeah. The story is like the background sound effects and everything. Yeah. I, I will say that there is one thing that the game does very well. It's fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. Like when you're walking down the streets, it's nighttime, there's fog rolling in and you just hear growling and snarling coming from some alley. And you're like, oh, maybe I'll check out what this is. And, you know, you start walking down there and you're a level five. And all of a sudden you see that there's like three level 16 guys. And you're like, "Okay, fuck that. Like I would like I had a little bit of anxiety whenever I would leave the hospital. Yeah, because the world is really creepy. And because, you know, because combat was difficult because mm-hmm. it was easy to get over you know uh, overwhelmed and there's like some amazing opportunities that they could have done with this game yeah jack the ripper oh, dlc yeah. like easy right off the bat oh, like God. boom jack the ripper's a vampire you're trying to stop him fuck yeah i'd play like, that in a heartbeat you know what i mean maybe like, not with this controls no no but like there's just so much and yeah the world is creepy as fuck and that's what like that i kept waiting for that I kept waiting for some part of it to be like Jack the Ripper. Mm-hmm. Like, oh shit, I've come upon like Jack the Ripper's like, you know, butcher ground or whatever. Yeah. And, um, or some crap. And like, because it, it, the vibe of the game fits it mm. very, very well. Oh yeah. So yeah, I, I just, they did do that well. I will agree with that. I just didn't like the rest of it. Yeah, and it's uh, it's a little depressing because, you know, I mean, they could have had something here, but yeah, I just I felt like it was a little a little underwhelming. Um speaking of underwhelming, <laughs> so medic I mean, is there anything else you want to talk about? Oh, no, no. Yeah, I'm like I'm trying to think. I'm like, okay, you know, like it, I mean, it it doesn't like the graphics aren't terrible. But they're not great. I mean, this is from like 2015. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm sorry, 2018. Yeah. Um. So the graphics aren't terrible. It's a little. It's a little bit of an indie studio. I mean, these guys. Um. You know, they did like the. Um, I didn't think the graphics were bad. They're they're not bad. I mean, it, it helps for the aesthetic, but like, I don't like. I just, I yeah, I just kind of yeah. feel like it, it. It shows that this is not like a triple A kind of title. I mean, these people. The only thing, other thing that they did really was the Life is Strange stuff. Um, which those games though are like incredible well, and, from what I hear I haven't played them and that's it and I think that's that's pretty much the point of it is that you know because Life is Strange that's all about human interaction and conversation and dialogue trees and if that had been what this game was if there was little to no combat and it was just a mystery game where you play as a vampire like that could have been something totally different yep you know but that's what I mean like this game they decided to just throw everything in one bag Mm -hmm. and try and produce a game from it Life is Strange they took a direction they took one concept and that they have gone with that all the way through. Yeah. They didn't try and throw in a bunch of other little shit. It's 
this is what we're making this game about. Mm. This, I think they were just like, let's do something stupid. <laughs> like Everybody shout out an idea and we'll make a game with all those ideas. Yeah, right. Like... But you were saying Metacritic? Yeah, so Metacritic, um, so it was 70 out of 100 for PS4 and Xbox, 72 on PC, 69 on Nintendo Switch. Switch bringing it in in the rear again. Eh, uh, uh, Destructoid had it at 6 out of 10. Uh, Game Revolution was like 2.5 out of 5 stars. Games Radar, 3.5 stars out of 5. Uh, IGN, 7 out of 10. PC Gamer, 68 out of 100. Um and yeah yeah egm eight out of ten yeah i don't understand that i I don't i don't understand how it's in the 70s or the sevens or even the sixes like i I, even even game revolution is basically five out of ten you know like it's halfway there and that i struggle with on this like there is no part of this game in which I can sit there and go like I really enjoyed. Bleh. Yeah, there there's nothing. No, I mean unless you wa- unless you want to just walk around in a spooky world for Halloween, and if that's the case, I would say play Bloodborne. <laughs> like, you know, you go play. Yeah, go play that because that is is yeah. is just as spooky, Fucking creepy. But it's a way more fun game if you're into the Souls like games relentless punishment i love which this isn't much different in the combat though that's the thing that's part of it like that's the funny part is the combat system in this game like it's relentless punishment right but at least but like the game wasn't designed around that concept the same way the souls games souls was souls was like full. souls knows i'm going to kill you and you're going to keep coming back so we're going to make sure that that process is as streamlined as possible this like, did not yeah this just felt so lackluster yeah um so yeah it was unfortunate um but thank you for the suggestion uh, caleb you got anything else no i i don't yeah thank you for the suggestion um yeah. it's not that we like don't like playing these suggestions like i was super excited when chris was like hey we got a fan suggestion i was like oh sweet another one because we've done one before mm-hmm. uh rogue yep uh assassin's creed rogue and like so i love playing through these fan suggestions this game just was not my not my jam yeah clearly i am not a part of egm Uh (laughs) (laughs) yeah so everything in this game just kind of fell short so yeah like we said at the beginning you can probably go ahead and skip this one um or if you're interested just watch somebody else play it I mean, yeah. at least then you don't have to suffer through it and pop some popcorn and kick back for a few hours and watch somebody else play. Yeah, a, a speed run of this might be kind of fun if that's possible. I'm reading through some of the reception and I liked this line. I can't see who said it. Uh, he called it a low grade Witcher knockoff. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he called the combat a low-grade Witcher knockoff. Yeah, because it didn't even it didn't even feel like that really. Because yeah. like it just it was kind of it made me fun. It made me giggle. Yeah, no, I mean it's like I get it, but I'm not the only one who compares games against the Witchers. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> but this is the other thing, right? I mean, like, like I didn't actually have any like problems with it. Like it functioned. Oh yeah, no, it ran very smoothly. I didn't have any glitches. I yeah. didn't have any issues. 
I just didn't like the game. Yeah, it just it didn't strike any curve or any nerves with us. So, all right, you guys. Well, this one's gonna be a little bit shorter this week. So, thank you so much for the suggestion. You know who you are. Uh, thank you for tuning in and listening. Don't forget, go to our Facebook. Uh, let us know what you thought of this episode and what you thought of this game if you played it. Um, don't forget to go to our Patreon. All the donations help. We do appreciate everything we get. We use it to keep us going. Uh, you can send us an email at no tokens required at hotmail.com. Uh, you use that for your suggestions, your comments. Tell us that you love us. Tell us that you hate us. Um, yeah, we love hearing Whatever. from you guys. So thank you so much for listening, you guys. Um, and yeah, we'll see you next week. But until then, nope. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. I'm Chris. I'm Caleb. And until then, game on. Thanks for listening to Game On, presented by No Tokens Required. The opinions expressed in this discussion are those of the hosts and may not reflect the opinion of No Tokens Required. No Tokens Required is not affiliated with the electronic entertainment discussed in this podcast. The properties mentioned in this podcast are the intellectual properties of their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended. Game On is an exclusive podcast of No Tokens Required created in no part of this podcast may be used in any way without written authorization from those that required.